You're listening to The Real Life of an FOR, a podcast that breaks down the nooks and crannies of the Namibian fashion industry and beyond. My name is Leah Masika. I'm a Namibian fashion designer known for my creative diversity within the industry. This is The Real Life of a Fashionista on the Rise. Hi there, my name is Lafika Joyce. I'm a Namibian multidisciplinary designer specializing in fashion, textiles, and graphic design. The fashion aspect is I'm a fashion designer as well as a fashion producer, which means I produce fashion shows. How cool is that? I also do my own textile prints, so I design textile prints, and I have my own signature textile print. And then I also dab into new media, um, more specifically graphic design. So that's what I do, and you're listening to the life of an FOR, and this is 5 Questions with me. Wow, that is an insane CV, and we're going to get back to that, but first things first, 10-year-old you, would um, would she want to be this multidiscipline designer, and uh, if not, what did she want to be, uh, what was you know going through her mind at the time? And would you guys be friends today? Okay, Lafika is a 10-year-old. Hmm. Like every other kid, or maybe it's just every, every, every other African child, I wanted to be a doctor. Can you imagine a whole doctor bear? So yeah, um, but then obviously, um, growing up with my gran and being around her all the time, she always used her hands, and that's where her inspiration for me to be a creative, I think, sparked. So, trying to be a doctor, but I was like, mm. So, yeah, um, but I knew that I wanted to be a creative. Um, it was actually between interior design and fashion design. So, would I be friends with her? Yeah, bruh. I'd definitely be friends with her, because... That girl was fire. And also, if she turned out to be a doctor, then at least I've got, like, doctor friends... And I don't, like, I'm always making sure I make connections. So if she was a doctor, I'd be good. I'd be in good hands. If she was a designer and I, the adult Lafika, didn't become a designer, then at least she'll be making me clothes. So it would be like a, a win-win situation. Yes, that made me smile so much. I love that description of 10-year-old Lafika. Like, that girl was fire. Like, who does not want to be friends with a fire babe like a flame who doesn't want that okay question two you cannot cheat because you fashion people y'all be cheating for no reason okay you can only save one thing from your closet because there's a fire epidemic and your closet is not safe you can only take one thing what would it be so if i'm to save an item from my closet. Can I tell you what it is? It's going to be my singer machine, but it's going to be in a box, right? So you said one item. So in that box, it's my singer machine and two meters of black fabric. What type of black fabric? Viscose. Why? Because we're in a freaking hot country and viscose works. It's light. So technically, I did take one item from my closet so I can make myself something and my machine. So also my machine, like I can buy fabric elsewhere, is that one black piece of clothing runs out. Wow, I said not to cheat and 
straight up you go for your sewing machine like that's not cheating because you're just gonna make a new closet i just i can't i can't with you guys like why can't you just pick one item from your closet the world is burning closets like you can only save one thing stop it stop it (laughs) anyways smart decision i guess um because you can always make your clothes that's the fun part about being a designer so question number three is a little bit loaded um you do so much behind the scenes in the fashion industry and in the entertainment industry uh take us through some of these projects that you've been a part of because nobody gets to talk to the behind the scenes people nobody gets to see them nobody knows who's actually running the show behind the scenes Okay, um, I really love that question because for years, one of my things was like, you're under, like the coolest underdog. I feel like I am one of the coolest underdogs. And I like being an underdog because people underestimate you so much. Sometimes people don't even know I'm a, a designer. And they're just like, oh, you design? What type of stuff do you design? So um, I've been an underdog but lately, people are telling me, like, being an underdog is cool, but sometimes you just need to own your talent, you know? So I'm starting to embrace that now. Like, people will be like, oh my gosh, you're so good at what you do or whatever. And I don't, I think I don't give myself credit enough. So that's why I also like being behind the scenes. And also, I'm not a, I'm a Leo. I like attention, but I don't like attention. Hence why I'm always behind the scenes. Um, one of my greatest projects that I've worked on greatest um but i definitely do like collaborations i collaborate with you a lot um i do your backstage um for your shows also do production backstage and production for vintage fashion week also produce my own shows um i was also part of my republic at one stage and that's one of my favorite because i really love the concept and the idea of the brand it could have gone far and i still hope that they can revive it um, apart from that, I also do Waka Waka Moo. So I'm the national coordinator for that. Um, I think also what I forgot to mention is I do voiceovers, which is weird, but cool. So like I fall in love with my Waka character. Her name is Waka Chi. So yeah, apart from that, I think it's just sometimes people take uh, um, disregard the whole process. And I think I'm in love with the process. I think that's why I like the behind the scenes the coolest underdog i like that i like that but i completely agree with people you definitely need to put yourself out there Uh, people need to know what you do and you know what you're capable of and i personally love working with you because um when when you're planning a fashion show and when you're putting something together like i think you particularly understand that i'm very meticulous about how I like things to do to happen and how I do anything and what I love about you is that you understand that fine I'll I'll do all the planning and I'll get it together but the day of the show I need to like let go I need to relinquish my power and give it to somebody else so that things can actually happen because the day of the show I can no longer be layer the planner I can no longer be Leah the control freak 
I now need to be Leia, the fashion designer, and be a creative. So I love that you understand that about me. And when you get to backstage, like you just take over and and you get it. And that's so difficult to find. It's very difficult to find. And I appreciate that. But yes, girl, you need to come out here and shine. Show these people who you really are, though. Okay, so question number four, because I could rant about your work ethic all day long. Uh, being in the fashion and beauty industry, what is beauty to you? Okay, beauty to me, I, I've actually never been able to really answer that question. But um, beauty to me is, I like beautiful spaces. Let's start there. Um, I'm attracted to interesting design. I'm attracted to functional beauty, if that makes sense. Like minimal, but it should also like serve its purpose. That's regarding spaces. Um, physical wise, um, I'm also attracted to humility. I feel like humility is a kind of beauty that we hard we 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 tend to overlook sometimes um so i think for me like because i'm humble or whatever or if someone's humble then i'll really be attracted to them um physical wise i'm not i don't understand especially as um people of color i don't understand the notion of skin bleaching i don't i don't get it so i'm all about embracing my skin i think also because it was drilled into me since i was a kid like my mom be like yo did you see that lady she bleached and i'm just like mm. and she's like please don't bleach you know and then there's also my gap where everyone people like my gap and i'm just like why like my teeth are like but i understand it like i like gaps on other people i just don't like mine i don't know which is weird because it's kind of like a mirror effect because if I like gaps, then I should like mine. Um, yeah, so I like I like my gap, but I don't like showing it. Like, I've had chances to wear bases, but I'll just never. So it's just one of those um, things. But I, I really, I just, uh, I appreciate, for women, I appreciate a woman who, who's comfortable in the skin. She's okay with not wearing makeup. She doesn't wait for makeup to validate her beauty. Which is, I mean, I'm for makeup, like, sometimes I wear makeup, sometimes I don't. I think it also just depends on the mood. But it shouldn't, for me, it shouldn't be a thing of, oh my gosh, I feel so pretty only with makeup. So for me, like, I can feel pretty with makeup or without makeup. I think just also depending on how I woke up. But yeah, um, that's beauty for me. But I'm also on features. Yo, if you have strong features, like strong eyebrows. When I say strong eyebrows, not like mono brow, no. Like, you must look nice. You must like, mm, they must be interesting. Like, I must want to talk to you. And then also like jaws, those are my face. And then also guys' V-lines. I feel like now we're just going sideways. But, um, yeah, I think also tall people. I don't know. I find tall people attractive. I don't know, maybe because I'm tall. But... Not saying short people are not attractive. I just... I, if you're short, bruh, don't highlight me, actually. 
Wow, Lafika, I cannot. This response. This response. Okay, but you did touch on something that I definitely agree with. Like, bleaching your skin. I, I'd i like to believe that we are in a space as a society, as a community, as a world where everyone should be comfortable to be exactly who they are. But I completely understand why it's happening because people don't feel represented. They don't feel um, that they see enough of them in the media and just just in general, in, in the social spaces. But I think that narrative needs to change. And the only way it's going to change uh, is if it starts with you, you the individual. You can't wait for uh, media to say that what you are is beautiful. You have to be beautiful. Just be you. And it will become a thing of beauty because that's who you are. That's why I always relate beauty back to authenticity and just pureness because once you keep something exactly the way it is, it's gonna shine. Like there's no reason why it shouldn't shine. But yeah, I love I love that you touched on that because it is a big issue when it comes to the beauty industry. Now moving right along, you gotta destroy art because it's the only way to save the world. Which art would you destroy? What art piece would I destroy? I know if you're listening to this name, please, this is a disclaimer. Don't come for me. Don't, no, don't come for me on social media. Just the Mona Lisa is overrated. Overrated. Like I did art in high school, learned about it. Why the rest of the world think... But I'm just like, but she's just there, bruh. She's just... You know? I was gonna say, she's just a colonizer there. Not even really smiling. She's just there. But... <clears throat> to be PC, it's overrated. I feel like there are better artworks in the world. I know she's like, smizing. You know, smiling with her eyes. But... Would I want a Mona Lisa in my house? No. If I burn it, will the world be a better place? Probably. Like if I burn it, and then that it it must becomes biodegradable or food now. I feel like I could plant several trees with a Mona Lisa. Because she's just... Uh, uh, guys, I don't get it. For me, like I think I, even like if I was in the loo, I'd probably just walk past her like 10,000 times. Like not be like standing intrigued. Like, oh my gosh, look at her. So I, uh, I don't get it. Yep definitely burning her don't come for me though girl you are gonna make da vinci crawl out of his grave for this comment um but i kind of get it though um i don't think it's an overrated painting um but i i do believe like the value that we have placed on this particular art i mean it's worth 820 million last i checked this was in 2018 it's worth 820 million i mean you could probably actually save the world with that kind of money you could literally save the world but then there's billionaires that own more than that and they should probably 
um, become relics and, you know, share their wealth. I don't know. But yeah, great. That's how, that's how you, you just, you went right in. Just burn the art, burn the art, girl, and save the world. You are the girl. Hmm? On that note, thank you so much, Lafika. I appreciate you doing this interview. And I hope everybody else is going to enjoy this and drag you for burning the ads for being the girl. I'll see you guys next week in my next interview. I have a surprise guest, but I will announce it during the week. So follow me on my Instagram stories and you will know who's my next interview. Bye. You're listening to The Real Life of an FOR.